Welcome to FAIR Podcasts. On this episode, we're breaking down important immigration issues and examining each component. Right here on FAIR Podcasts, issue analysis. Let's start the show. My name is Sherry Rendell, and I am FAIR's Director of State and Local. I am pleased to be joined today by special guest Agnes Gibbony. Agnes is an angel mom. Her son, Ronald Da Silva, was murdered by an illegal alien, Luis Gonzalez, in 2002. Agnes's story is a bit different because she brings an immigrant's viewpoint to the situation. She came to the United States from Hungary, and following an arduous process to come into the country legally and then to become an American citizen. Agnes will share her story about that day 15 years ago when her son's life was tragically taken in El Monte, California. The state of California is known to shield criminal aliens, and since President Trump's election, it has doubled down and become even more hostile towards enforcing our nation's immigration laws. Agnes will shed light on what it means to her and other families who have lost their loved ones. We welcome Agnes. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Well, I'm hoping that you can uh, first start off by sharing with our listeners about your son, Ronald, and what happened on April 27, 2002, that changed your life forever. Yes, my son had uh, gone over to his ex-girlfriend's house to drop off some food for his children, and since she wasn't home, he, he stood at the edge of the driveway talking to a friend when he was shot uh, by this illegal alien. Wow, that is incredible. It's beyond fathoming. Um, You have become a vocal supporter for immigration policies um, that President Trump is proposing, even volunteering to help build the wall yourself. You're outspoken on immigration policies, trying to ensure that the public safety isn't undermined by officials protecting criminal aliens. How do you ensure Americans hear your story? Well, my goal is to educate Americans that this is not an isolated case what happened to Ronald. What happened to Ronald and thousands of other Americans, uh, American citizens happens every day, either to a, a drunk driving, to a shooting, any gang violence. And my point is to educate, to bring to light that this is not an isolated case. We cannot keep open borders and import criminal illegal aliens. And by that, I'm not saying that everybody that's here illegally are criminals. But we need to ensure the safety of this country and our citizens. We absolutely do need to ensure the safety. Uh, speaking of safety, what do you think of the Department of Justice's new policies to combat, to combat sanctuary jurisdictions, requirements that in order to be eligible for grant money, states and cities will need to allow immigration authorities to access local jails and prisons, and the fact that ICE must be given a 48-hour notice before releasing an illegal alien to, into the community? I think it's a wonderful policy, way overdue. Years ago, ICE didn't have a problem with law enforcement. They would go to prisons, pick up an inmate, uh, and and go through the legal process of a hearing and then deport the illegal if that was uh, decided by the judge. Now, the way, at least here in California, oftentimes the California Department of Corrections will not turn over an inmate to ICE. 
uh, law enforcement is not cooperating. Uh, California has become, and other cities, other states have become sanctuary uh, cities and jurisdictions. This is not okay. We need to protect our own first, not the illegals, because they have no legal rights to be here. They broke the law. They were breaking the law when they came in, and they knew it. I think uh, President Trump is right on task on this issue, and cutting federal grants to all these sanctuary cities should happen immediately. Well, it definitely makes ISIS's job a lot harder, and it puts not only uh, federal officials in danger, but also the American people. There's a Harris Harvard a Harvard Harris poll that was taken in February, which said that 80% of Americans think that illegal aliens arrested for committing a crime should be turned over to ICE. How do officials in sanctuary jurisdictions get away with shielding them? I think they ought to be charged with a crime themselves because they have blood on their hands. They are harboring these criminals and releasing them back onto our streets so they can victimize other people. This is absolutely not acceptable. We cannot, as American citizens, allow this to, to happen. We need to call our congressmen. We need to call our senators. We need to call our chiefs of police, our mayors, and let them know this is not okay. We need to voice our opinions on a daily basis. Otherwise, they will win. Speaking of winning, uh, it seems that a lot of the open border advocates say that sanctuary policies make communities safer. And they say that by um, discouraging the police to, from communicating with illegal aliens, that the they won't report crimes. However, in several jurisdictions, we have seen illegal aliens committing crimes against Americans being protected, receiving lighter sentences, and in some cases, felonies are becoming misdemeanors simply to prevent aliens from being deported. After your son was murdered, did any official ever explain how the community was safer, shielding a previously deported illegal alien? No. Um, in fact, the individual that murdered my son, um, the, the issue was never brought up in court that he was here illegally. I knew that after the shooting, he fled to Mexico, and eventually he turned himself in because the police found out that he was depositing, uh, his girlfriend was depositing her welfare check in a credit union, and he was withdrawing it in TJ. We cannot continue this, and anybody that's, any judges that's, that's harboring this, in fact, the judge in my case kept saying, Mr. Gonzalez, three times, are you sure you don't want to plead the case? You should plead the case, because if you get first or second degree murder, you're going to be in prison for the rest of your life. You should plead, and that's exactly what he did. The judges are helping this criminal get away with crimes and get away with no punishment. This is not acceptable. This is, people ought to be outraged. It took me almost 11 years to find out that the guy that murdered my son had been previously deported and had an alien number. Nobody gives you that information. I found out by accident after I f filled out a an application for victim notification with the federal government that I was told to do. And, uh, and the gal said she gave me his alien number and, and said, and, uh, through the conversation, she said that he's been uh, deported before. But the police, nobody has told me anything. The victim's family often don't know all the details. And this is, again, not acceptable. 
in ICE. Uh, law enforcement needs to co- collaborate with ICE, help ICE, because if these criminals, they get released, then ICE has twice the job and twice the expense in going to hunt these criminal illegal aliens down. The guy that killed my son, if he is not turned over to ICE so he can uh, face a judge if he's going to be deported or face an uh, additional sentence for having murdered an American citizen after deportation, what is ICE going to do? Go chase him down throughout California? How much hours and money is that going to take? This is unacceptable. It's absolutely unacceptable. It's a danger to our federal officials as well as to the community as a whole. And we need to make sure that these criminal aliens are deported. Finally, do you think the Trump administration um, has served as a wake-up call to most Americans? And in your view, has President Trump been successful on implementing his campaign promises to enforce our immigration laws? I am very proud of our president. I supported him from the very beginning. And, um, and it was definitely a wake-up call to Americans because nobody brought the issue up. Nobody wanted to speak about it. It was like an elephant in the room, and nobody acknowledged that Mr. Trump brought it to the forefront, the problems with illegal immigration. And, uh, and I'm so proud of him, and I'm so proud to call him my president, that he's standing up and doing what he said he was going to do. He was going to deport criminal illegal aliens, uh, build a wall, and protect us American citizens. This is way overdue. Look, we had uh, laws in the books already, but nobody was enforcing them. Now it's beginning to get enforced, and people don't like it because they have gotten away with it for way too long. It's about time we stand up and obey the law. This is a nation of laws. We need to enforce our laws. It took my family 13 years to legally immigrate to the United States. We followed all the channels. We followed all the law, background investigation, everything, character uh, uh, check, uh, health uh, check, everything. We followed the law. If these illegal aliens respect this country as they say they do, then apply and do it the legal way. If you're allowing illegal aliens to remain in the community, that's just a magnet to others to come on over. Agnes, thank you so much for joining me today and sharing your story. It is such an important voice in the fight, and we really appreciate all that you're doing. Thank you. That's all for this episode of FAIR Podcasts. Be sure to click the subscribe button and head over to fairus.org to contact us through email or Twitter at FAIR Immigration to keep you up to date on the latest immigration update and reports. That's fairus.org.